Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to his disciples. As the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken, and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken, and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. This past Friday we had our uh, Advent family night and hayride and there's the hayride a tractor and uh, the beautiful beautiful uh, trailer that we had we can take fit in about 14 people on there there's uh, Christmas lights around it there was music playing when it first arrived this was just as they were getting ready uh, I asked can I drive the tractor the answer was no I was sad, but we had a wonderful night. It was packed, packed house, packed. Probably well over 300 people there uh, in the time. Families, parishioners from uh, all, uh, all the churches of our uh, family of parishes. Uh, just a wonderful evening, thanks to the Knights and to the volunteers, to the Sterling family who provided the tractor and, and uh, the hayride, which was very, very popular. Thanks to the Lord for perfect weather because it wasn't too cold, there was no rain, there was no snow. It was just a beautiful way for us to begin uh, this Advent journey, but I'm going to get my tractor driving license so I can drive it next year. We will see what happens. I asked what the top speed was, and I think that gave them a hint that we're not letting you near it. So, so it wasn't perfect, but it was fantastic. So we had lots of volunteers. We're into the last homily of this part two series of the game plan. I took a little bit of a break when Father Rosica was with us who gave us a wonderful uh, pre-advent mission and you can go to the Family of Parishes website chathamcatholic.ca and click on the pre-advent mission and you can watch and listen to Father Thomas. It's a good way as now we enter Advent to listen to his presentations once again through this journey. Or if you've missed any of the this series, this part two of the game plan, or part one, uh, you can go back there. And again, if you have trouble sleeping, this is always a great way to put you to sleep. Not Father Tom's reflections, but mine. Um, 
in this journey of uh, the game plan in both parts of the series, so it ends up being four homilies each, so eight homilies that kind of express how we, our pastoral vision uh, is moving forward, but how we're going to try to implement that to be relevant, to be influential, to be a shining light in this world. The first part of the series was focused in on forming disciples to re reach out to all in six qualities of a faithful disciple. I went through that in part one. But part two is kind of how are we gonna slowly implement and act on this vision of really forming disciples who are active, engaging, reaching out, being confident to share the gospel in certainly a world that needs it. And that we have a responsibility to live it and to live it even more in our world. And over the next four years, we're gonna kind of put the wheels on this vehicle. And in the first three homilies, I talked about the first three wheels, this sense of welcome and family in which we reconnect and get to know one another, a year of prayer and conversion in which we uh, take a look at other opportunities to get to know Jesus and to fall in love with him. There's going to be a year of gifts and call where we reflect. What has God given me? How has God blessed me? But where is he calling me to be that faithful disciple? How can he use me as an instrument of his love? And so we're going to reflect individually, but also as a family of parishes, as we kind of layer our ministries, our programs, and our outreach. So first, getting to know one another, building a sense of community, falling in love and getting to know Jesus once again, kind of seeing how we fit into this picture of building the kingdom of God. And finally, this last one is this homily, this fourth one is called a witness in service. There's a call for us after uh, opportunities of transformation and building ourselves as family, recognizing who we are and what we have, we have to act, we have to serve, we have to sacrifice, we have to really be Christ in this world. So what does that in particular mean? There is, through the gift of our baptism, a duty of action. We're not spectators. We're not on the sidelines. Through the gift of baptism, and I have a confirmation at the 10 o'clock mass today, and the sacrament of confirmation strengthened by the Holy Spirit, we're sent out to serve the poor, the homeless, the lost, the forgotten. You know, we know this and we embrace this, and we have to try to live it out more and more and more as the heart of who we are as a family of parishes and as the heart of who we are as faithful disciples of the Lord. Uh, becoming Christ today. Advent is this great season for us, not to just light the candles of the Advent wreath, count down the days to Christmas. Of course, maybe do some shopping. Those are important things. But in the heart of it, we celebrate this fact that this season reminds us and puts us back on track to saying, are we not only following Jesus and obeying him in our own lives, but are we him in this world? Do people see Christ in the things we say, in the things we do? Because our faith just doesn't ask us to follow a set of rules. Our faith molds and shapes us to each of us to be Jesus. 
willing to lay down our lives. It's in a sense trying to live the gospel most fully. The Lord doesn't want us just on Sunday morning or Saturday night. The Lord wants all of our hearts, all of our lives and everything that we have. And if we fall in love with him, that's when we're most fully alive and most embracing the gospel. So what does that mean for this year that we're going to embrace that or focus in on that? We're going to focus on outreach and service in our family of parishes and beyond. Opportunities for us in maybe new ways to step forward and serve. And of course, we know when we serve those in need, we find Christ in them. And the readings today reinforce this. Because during this season of Advent, there's these kind of three moments. We remember when the Word became flesh, when God kind of broke into the history of the world, in which we over 2,000 years ago celebrate the birth of Christ. So that's the past. Advent is also a time for us in the present to make sure that He's born again in our hearts and is the source of everything that we do. But there's also this sense of Advent of the future because Jesus is coming again and he's going to ask of an accounting and saying, what did you do with your life to being a shining light of hope and good news of the gospel? And that time for all of us is limited. Are we ready? Are we faithful? Are we really embracing this gift of Advent and the gift of our faith to be those loving and faithful disciples? In the, in the uh, second reading, we heard this. Brothers and sisters, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. St. Paul is saying that for those of you who've fallen asleep during the homily already, time to wake up. As a joke, tough crowd, very tough crowd. It's time, Advent is a time for us to be attentive, to wake up again to how we're living our lives of faith. What joy of Christ are we bringing in this world? And what joy from Christ do we receive? He goes on to say, let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. What's Advent all about? What's this call to be a faithful disciple? What's our game plan? It's not just to listen, but it's a time to change. It's a time for conversion. So we lay aside those things that take us away from God, take us away from one another, take us away from who we are, and put on the armor of light. And of course, that's Jesus Christ, as we hear uh, it continue. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to gratify its desires. No, turn away from those things that take us away from the Lord turn away from sin, we reset our course on Jesus Christ. And we, in the game plan, we're going to be looking at over the next number of years to embrace that more fully. And this season of Advent invites us to do it now. It's time to wake up. It's time to open our hearts. It's time for change. And that, when that change happens for us, and then we act this out in this year and opportunity of becoming Jesus with witness and service, we hear in the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, 
how those changes take place. What happens when we do this? He shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not live sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. When we open our hearts and allow the Lord to guide us, uh, rather than trying to tell the Lord where he should go for us, peace, transformation, unity, and love become the fruits of that. When we open our hearts to the Lord and ask him to fill us with his love, it then helps change the world where peace will come. Forgiveness will take place. But it's not something we simply wait for, but we have to put on the armor of light and help make that happen. Finally, in the gospel, this whole theme in Advent, keep awake, therefore, for you do not know what day your Lord is coming. We know the Lord's going to return. And he's going to ask us, what did you do with your life? Were you focused on so many distractions, so many small frivolous things? Or did you try your very best to live a life for others, to live a life of hope? Were you constantly complaining about what's not happening? Or did you try your best to make good things happen, not only for your, our own lives, but for our family of parishes, for our community, and for the world. Did you let your light shine? What will our answer be? We're on this road, uh, beginning with this first Sunday of Advent, this uh, road to Christmas. But also as I conclude my reflections on kind of our game plan as we move forward and over the next number of years kind of layer these various themes of ministry and service and outreach, the goal and the destiny is for us to be faithful followers of Jesus, to be true disciples, to be Christ in this world. But our final goal is the kingdom of heaven, kind of to get there at the end of our lives, not alone, but with everyone, especially the poor, the suffering, the alone, the afraid but also every day bringing people to the light of Jesus, giving them as this theme of this first Sunday of Advent is all about hope. What hope do we see in our lives? What hope does Jesus offer to us? And how are we being signs of hope in this world? Well, we as in our family of parishes are gonna to try to embrace this game plan over time to be that hope, to be that light, to be Christ in this world.